Fess Up with Liz and Nikki, a Go Loud original podcast. Proudly sponsored by BTL Aesthetics, the creators of M Face, the needle free alternative to tightening, lifting, and toning your face. BTL treatments are available in the best aesthetic clinics nationwide. Go Loud sounds better with us. Hi, I'm Liz Dwyer. And I am Nikki Dwyer, and we are the sisters behind the Future Beauty and Health Show. The Future Beauty and Health Show is an event that aims to educate you, the end user, about all things aesthetics. We have brought together the best doctors, plastic surgeons, dermatologists, nurses, practitioners in the industry to teach you about everything from veins to veneers, Botox to boob jobs, acne to rosacea, you name it, we have it all covered under one roof. And fess up, this podcast is an extension of our live show, but we're kind of flipping the coin here. Normally in our events, we talk to uh, medical and scientific experts, but here we're talking to real people, well-known faces about what they've really had done in terms of tweakments, in terms of treatments, in terms of cosmetic dentistry, cosmetic surgery, the whole nine yards. So we want to get to the real truth of how people are looking so goddamn amazing these days. So join us every week as we debunk and demystify on all things aesthetics while we get people to fess up. Uh, This week we are talking to the gorgeous Catherine Noon, who I know for many, many moons um, back from uh, days when we were both junior lawyers coming up through the ranks. And um, my, what different paths we have both ended up in. Catherine has become a senator and has since left the senator's now projects coordinator for the Sunday Business Post and has a very interesting career path. And we have found our way back to one another here today to talk about uh, all things beauty and getting her to fess up. So well, I'm really interested to hear this one now because it's 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 all well and good getting, you know, I suppose influencers and so forth to talk about things, but actually getting someone from a political realm is kind of, it's it's a tricky one. And I mean, it's a, it's a fine line they have to thread as well because women in politics, I mean, you can't do right and you can't do wrong, you know. Isn't it great like that we can have these people from various different you know, parts of, of life, whether it's, you know, makeup or pharmacy or politics or... Supermodels, senators. Yeah, su- oh, supermodels, senators and everything in between. Yeah. So I'm really actually excited about it. So in the meantime, though... Yeah, we're going to have a little chat. Oh, sorry. Uh, this week we're going to have a little chat, uh, Liz and I, about um, something that has been a bit of a bugbear for Liz and I for many, many years. So... Um, and it's not what you'd expect. It's not what you'd expect. <laughs> so Liz and I were in uh, Brown Thomas not so long ago and there was two young girls who were absolutely dolled up to the nines in very, very expensive shoes. Very, very expensive handbags. Like we're talking thousands of euros of handbags. They had very expensive <laughs> hair extensions and coats and clothes and the whole kit and caboodle. And Liz and I were looking at them uh, in admiration, to be fair, going, look at, the, look at these two young ones now, looking great. And the pair of them opened their mouths and were talking. And the two of us looked at each other aghast. I know this is terribly judgy now, but we're like all of the money in the world. And the two of them with mouths like graveyards, full of crooked teeth. And Not just crooked, but like black and yellowy as well. Just desperate. And like, I mean, why would you spend 800 quid on her shoes or 10 grand on a handbag? And not look after your teeth. I know it's a funny thing that people don't really see, isn't it? But to be fair, right? They are so expensive. Like to say, like I, I nearly had heart failure the other day. I brought my little fella to the dentist, and the dentist kind of got shocked and went, "Oh, you need to go see a specialist." And I was like, "He's oh. six. So you used to say the word specialist in dentistry, like, specialist. I was like, "Oh Jesus, here we go!" And I was like, "He's six. Can't be that bad." Rocked up to the dentist, pediatric specialist, and. Uh, 
walked out being told I'm going to need to pay four to six grand to sort his teeth out. I'm like, he's six. We're not even talking about a brace here. We're talking about all sorts of messing. Is that mad stuff though? Like, is that like no. a wish list? No, stuff or like- no, no. It was essential apparently. And then I've had referrals. Uh, I've checked with a few mates and they're like, no, no. They're like, paediatric dentists are probably the richest people in this country. But like, surely he's going to get his next round of teeth so it doesn't really I mean, knocked them all out in his first day of school. No, they're so they're his first teeth though. No, they're his grown-up teeth. Oh, oh I thought they were his No, they're his grown-up teeth. He oh, lost all his... He locked, he knocked uh, nine teeth out in his first day of school. Wow. Yeah, I know. He's definitely a son. Yeah. <laughs> Total headbanger. <laughs> He's a tornado. Anyway, right, let's go down to dentistry. However, right, okay, so dentistry in this country is really expensive, okay? However, there is things that you can do to your teeth that you probably don't need to remortgage your house for. And I think yes. a really important investment for everybody. I mean... Apart from the structure so, of your mouth, right? If you uh, like leave your mouth with gaps and, and missing teeth and so forth, your your jaw starts collapsing. Well, your bones, your proceed, bones starts yeah. receding. So it is it's structure for your for your your and also your health. We now know that like, yeah. bad dental health fee literally drips into your lymph nodes, which just goes all over your whole body. Like your dental health is so so important for every single aspect of your physical appearance and your physical health. And and gums as well. Like if you don't have yeah. good gums, the rest of your body's and Apparently, this really indicative of your like everything lifespan. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So like good, good teeth, people. I but, mean, but it the, shouldn't but be so expensive. It really annoys me how how it's prohibitive here, and it's like you know an elite kind of sport. Well, almost I don't know. I think I think I think it used to be like you can definitely still do things. You know, uh, you know to have good dental health. And I mean, like an old bleaching tray goes a long way. Do you know, it really does. It genuinely goes a long way. If that's all you can afford, a bleaching tray is hundred euros. It goes a long way. So my next job on my teeth is I am going to do um, just like, I just have a few little chips after pregnancy as well. You uh, What, the baby knocked them out, did they? No, but you know, you ca- your calcium bleachers, you're all people know this. Yeah. So, uh, and also I had hyperemesis, so I was vomiting for nine months solid. So okay. the back of my teeth are all wrecked from, yeah, from yeah. vomiting. But um, so this year, my 12 month plan is I'm actually going to do an Invisalign. Are you? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I've got very small movement. Uh, and I just want to straighten them out. Every, it'll only take six months. And they always say it'll only take six months, well, and then everyone I know well, ends up with years worth of them. Well, I've been I've, I've been told it's it's three months, but I can do six months of the nighttime ones because I'm not wearing them all day long. I'm not right. going to do it. Yeah, so I'm just going to do the nighttime ones. Just a little. It's only a tiny bit of movement, and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna square them off with a bit of bonding. Okay, so tell everyone what bonding is. So Sounds bonding is <laughs> not not what you think it is. You people get your minds out of the gutter. Um, bonding and not bondage. So you basically they basically use like I want to call it polyfilla, right? So they it's it's a composite resin, resin, but it's like polyfilla. But it's like polyfilla. It's like it's a white substance, that, and they can make it in any color to match your teeth. So super white, super dark, or whatever. And they basically can put it on a tooth. And they shape it. Yeah. Like plasticine. Yeah, basically like plasticine into the shape of a tooth. So if you've got a tooth that is slightly shorter or crooked or chipped or whatever, they can basically put this composite resin on top of it and shape the tooth however they And then they polish they it into it. kind of shape. Yeah, it's actual, it's artistry though. It is brilliant artistry, but it's really cheap. It's like 60 to 100 euros a tooth. I suppose bonding, I suppose, is like a cheap version of like getting veneers and crowns and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's also much less... Invasive. So it, I'm all about the biological dentistry. So jeez, oh, where well, are you going with your biological listen, dentistry? Google it. Go and Google a bit of bio, I follow a couple of really interesting biological dentists. It comes what back down to a biological dentist. It's basically coming down to maintaining the integrity of your teeth. But the whole point is the point about biological dentistry is is it's about maintaining the the biological like integrity of your teeth. 
as much as possible when doing dentistry. Huh. So it's about keeping metals away from your mates. It's about keeping amalgam, all these things that we now know to have other effects in your overall health. So I'm all for the biological dentistry. So I would like to fix my teeth without without putting any more toxins or metals in my mouth. All right. Um, do you know what really caused my teeth problems? Diet Coke. I'm telling you, I... Of course it is. It's like the most corrosive shit in the world. Coke when I was... I remember... I think the addiction started around junior cert. I remember starting the, the Diet Coke and I would have a can going into school every morning on the dart, can coming home. Then I'd have my homework and I'd have a can. I'd have three cans of you Diet did Coke. The, you did the Kate Moss diet for a long time. Oh it was Diet Coke and, and cigarettes. God. I was obsessed with Diet Coke and fags, yeah. And then, and then do you know what else I'd have? I remember this was my diet. The... Uh, what are those drumstick lollipops? Oh so I'd sit in the train eating my drumsticks with the um, with the Diet Coke. So I drank Diet Coke. I guzzled it like it was. Awkward. And you think that's what wrecked your teeth? One hundred percent. My teeth are wrecked as well, and and so I, they were destroyed. The enamel went. They chipped. Mm. I put. I did the bonding. The bonding didn't last because I also grind my teeth really badly. So I ground the bond, the bonding off. Then mm. I got another round of bonding. Uh, grinds that off as well and so my teeth were I was grinding my teeth to nothing I've had Botox in my jaw to get to stop the grinding didn't really work I got these weird um, implant things made for my ears to stop the grinding didn't really work I kept popping them out at night obviously I've had the um, the gum shields mm. again the pain I can't cope with them I just can't cope with them I've enough sleeping problems as it is without gum shields wrecking my literally wrecking yeah. my head through my jaw so I've had that done and that didn't work so eventually I think I started before I got married which was um, God, when did I get married? It was 2010, so 13 years ago. Mm. So I started my dental journey then and I got the first, uh, I got four done here and I had my smile widened, which I would say to... Widened, not widened. Widened, yes. Okay, so a lot of people go, and I actually went to the dentist. I went to six different dentists and um, thinking I needed... It was actually a matinee, wasn't it? Who did yeah, it in so the edge, so I thought I needed braces and I was like my teeth aren't great and she was like eventually and they were all happy to give me braces of course and sign me up to a 10,000 euro plan you know oh a bit of braces here and then we'll do the whitening and then we'll do this that and the other but what I, my teeth actually weren't crooked. What I was looking for was I wanted that kind of wider, eventually wider, a wider and whiter smile, which is actually well, that's because you've got a narrow. I have a narrow bite. Bite or yeah, bit. Okay, or whatever, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when you smile, it's quite narrow. So she put veneers on the outside teeth, my two outside teeth, my to widen them, which is all. See, I had these yeah. gaps. Yeah, exactly. I want to widen them. So too. of my, what are those things? The incisors, is it? Incisors, yeah. So on the either side of my incisors, so she put that and it widened my teeth, and it made such a difference to and actually the my before smile. and after photos of your yeah. teeth are like they weren't bad, but they they were totally fine. They, they were, were completely grand. fine. Yeah, I mean they weren't. They actually structurally weren't great. I have so many fillings. I have six implants. I've had a bone graft done in my um, mm. in my jaw because uh, one of the implants didn't take. So they took a little bit of bone from somewhere, centrifuged it up, put it back in. And I was under the, the general, not even general, anesthetic, local anesthetic for so long. I have chronic jaw lock from that operation. So uh, me and my mouth, is a, first of all, there's a mortgage going on in my mouth. And yeah. second of all, I have had, I could, had so much dentistry, I'll probably do a filling for you now. But can I just say, yeah, go on. It's worth it. I've Do we think it's worth it? 100%. Absolutely. So, I will die. I will go to the grave smiling with my teeth going, hello, look at my teeth. But it does change. It changes the face totally. Nine out of ten times it changes it for the better. And by the way, I went for like a kind of very natural, well, I think it's natural. Probably. Like, you know, we had um, Terry Prone in here last week and I actually noticed straight out. Our the, teeth. The great teeth. teeth. Yeah, Amazing, yeah. yeah. And also you notice it like, I mean, you know, I always, you notice the yanks, right? Oh, yeah. I was just walking down Grafter Street there and I was like, 
Uh, you can spot them a mile away with the good teeth. Yeah. The good delf. Anyway, generally Irish people have narrow bites, mm. kind of quite narrow, pointy mouths. Yeah. And in terms of if you're going on a, like the fee, mm. PHI scale of, you know, yeah, balance and attractiveness, it's not an attractive thing. So... In summary, just about the teeth. Just yes. Oh, so in summary about the teeth, you can do bonding, bonding, which is which the polyfilla, basically, polyfilla and bleaching, which is excellent. Super so. cheap, effective way to transform your mouth without. Like for me, there's no way I'm spending the time or the money getting a big or the dental work done. I'm not doing it. I don't. How much is Invisalign? Two grand. About seventeen hundred okay. for six months. So entry level is bleaching, bonding, and bleaching. Bonding and bleaching. Next level is a bit of non-invasive orthodontal work which is the Invisaligns or the Smile Direct Clubs or you know there's a load of different ones but they're basically the the they take a 3D image of your of your mouth and they create uh, basically like a gum shield that moulds and moves your teeth and they change it every week or every couple of weeks or whatever so that your teeth move in these in these moulds so it's the kind of modern or the future and then if you want to go industry. hardcore hardcore then you're into uh, it's not even hardcore it's like maybe Nikki, where needed it is absolutely hardcore let me tell you one thing right so when I was getting the veneers done I I have photos of this. I must see if I can find them on my phone. I asked shave her. Shave your teeth down into they little shave picks. Shave your teeth down into little picks, right? And I swear to God. And then they put on temporary veneers, right? Well, your veneers are off, sent off to the lab to be made. Well, my dentist, Ashley O'Mahony, who unfortunately doesn't practice anymore, um, she put the temporary um, veneers on. Veneers on. And off I went back to work, having the chat, having a cup of tea. One of them fell out. Fucking one of them fell out. I was like this, I swear to God, a little stumpy thing. I looked like the Wicked Witch of, I don't even know where. It was so embarrassing. I was like, what the hell? I actually had to go home. I was like, I have to go home now. I'm so embarrassed. Now, can I just say, it's super invasive. I completely underestimated how much work it was and how how many hours sitting in a dental chair it was. And I just thought, I didn't, I thought it was like a bit of shaving here, a bit of this, that and the other. I was like, I've had loads of fillings. I've had loads of implants. I've had loads of, listen, stuff stuff done to my teeth. This will be a walk in the park. Absolutely not as Definitely one of the hardest things I've ever done. And it's whopper expensive. Whopper expensive. Like a beta grand a tooth, isn't it? Oh, maybe more. It depends on how much veneer you need. A tooth, yeah. Yeah, Like about 1,500 a tooth, really, if you want to go to someone good. And then we're into next level again, which you may need a bit of in any event. Like, I need to get two implants because I've got bad. I've had implants and my implants didn't, two of them didn't take, by the way. So I went through all of that. Sorry, explain an implant is basically... Screw. Basically, they put a screw into your jaw. Take your dead tooth or whatever out the yeah. rouge is dead they, uh, put a, they, they genuinely put a screw into your thing they yeah. put a little top on it and then they pop the tooth onto the top and they screw a tooth and the, in. the idea is the, the screw helps the integrity of your jaw you maintains know I mean? the jaw but I mean when you brass tacks it is a screw they put into your thing you hand over a couple of K for it and how much did you spend on your teeth in total like full a, mouth of I have no veneers. idea like there's a mortgage on my mouth Really? Yeah, it's actually a freaking mortgage on my mouth. I've spent I need to re- maybe I could remortgage my mouth to pay off my actual mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that note, we need to get Catherine in here. Catherine Noon, welcome to the Fess of Hot Seat. Oh, thanks very much for having me. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay. Ready to fess up. Ready to fess up. Tell so, all. Okay, I'm going to hit you up with the quick fire. Are you ready for this? Go, go for okay, it. And just go. quick yes, yes. no's. Yes, oh, no's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll get into it. We'll get into the okay, nitty-gritty. We'll get, okay, we'll yeah. So, um, have you ever had Botox? Yes. Have you ever had filler? No. Have you ever had IPL? Yes. Have you ever had a colonic? Yes. Have you ever gone on crazy um, diet pills? Uh, not quite pills, but every kind of diet. Okay. Um, have you ever had uh, vaginal steaming? 
No, <laughs> no. Have you ever had your poo assessed? Uh, I did one time for a job in Germany. Yes! They, they, oh, they, brilliant. They made us give a poo sample. No! Yeah, what? Why? Yeah, for a job, because apparently your poo can hold... Save your full of shit? That you, Put them <laughs> That your... your um, like drugs? your urine wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. It Like okay. that it, it'll... it'll you know, bring up things that mightn't be discovered. What job was this? It was um, it was McDonald's in, <laughs> in Aachen in the no. north of Germany. Yeah, You're joking. Yeah, no, sorry. To get a job in McDonald's, you yeah. needed a poo. I assessment. didn't actually get the job. job in McDonald's because I. Ended this up is going to be like this should be a whole podcast from McDonald's to the but Senate. There, but there was a funnier story where I saw an ad for a job and it said Netta Bardam and Gavukted, which means nice barmaid wanted. So I rang up, said I'd be there, took two buses to this little town called Eschweiler outside Aachen arrived in oh yeah my father who by the way never really goes into a pub he has three bars exactly like this at home I've been working since I was a child blah 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 and anyway it was going great and the only thing I had to wear that was a bit dressy was kind of a slightly low cut dress and she said (laughs) she said at the end um, well you know essentially what you do is you serve them man a drink and then you bring them upstairs and have sex with them and I was like Danka Abernine Dankan out the door up the street. First, I'd asked everybody in the street, where was this whorehouse? And by the time I got back, and it was one of the English lads who was there, it was a friend of my friend's brother, and I had said, Oh, yeah, because my friends call me carrots. And he said, Oh, yeah, carrots. I think the word netta was significant in that, in that ad. And I was like, You think? This lined you up for a career in interviews. Yeah. So, yeah, I can always so tell if I'm in an interview. Should have asked be, for it. Be a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I have the telltale signs. <laughs> right, back to the quick oh, fire. Quick fire. Yeah, we ran way, way off we track yeah. on the quick fire there because you got. Uh, where were we? What are we on? Uh, cosmetic surgery. Um, cosmetic is anywhere. Well, yeah, yeah anywhere. On your body. Had a sur- have you had a surgical treatment? I've anywhere. had a surgical treatment. Okay, we we'll go back to that. Mm. Uh, dentistry, cosmetic dentistry. No, no, no dentistry. Look at you. Yeah. Never had to go braces Never had or. A what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh my God. I've never had a filling. I don't think I have a tooth in my head that's not filled. Like, so you and I go back a long time. Yeah, so, do. so Catherine and I were lawyers together. Oh God, like, I don't even want to know how long ago it was. 15 years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you were qualified and I was just a, I was just a junior coming up the ranks. And um, <laughs> I, trouble. I used to like go into Catherine and I'd be like, help me with this. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And to be fair, you always looked after me. <laughs> But um, but back then you were significantly um, heavier. Uh, yeah. So that was like my introduction to you. Yeah, and it's funny because you'd be one of very few people nowadays who know me, bar my good friends from home and stuff, who would know that side of me, if you yeah. can say it that way, that I did have such an enormous amount of weight on my body. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's been like, I remember being 10 stone at 10. Wow. You yeah. know, so that was very heavy for 10. And I think I started as a bit of an emotional eater early on. And I think, you know, when you people talk a lot about obesity in the country now and from a policy point of view, when I was in politics, I did as well. And people say, it's easy, you know, you just step back from the food and increase your exercise and you lose yeah. weight. And that's technically true. Yeah. But it's a lot more complicated emotionally and every other way, hormonally and you name it. So... Like if it was that simple, there would not be a problem. If yeah, because we, we all we know have, what to do. We, we all know everyone logically knows what to do, mm. but on some level, yeah. you know, you, 
you know, everyone, everyone has a side of them that I yeah. suppose struggles or, you know, we all. Yeah. So I suppose my basic point is I've never really spoken about this publicly. Probably only for you asked me, I wouldn't. Um, even when I was in politics, I used to talk a lot about childhood obesity and I would have an, an understanding uh, at a fundamental level of the whole area. But I never really wanted to get into my own. I didn't want to be a Fergie, you know, like oh, I used to be so heavy and I want to talk about Weight Watchers and all that stuff. I kind of it was wasn't who who I wanted to be, but um, it wasn't it wasn't on your agenda as a political. Yeah, well, I didn't want agenda, to be known yeah. for that. Yeah. you know, which you could be. So, um, but it did it did give me a unique understanding, say, so that I could um, have more input into policy, and you know, to say that oh, it's the parents' fault, or you know, it's far too simplistic. Like I've great yeah. parents, and you know, they maybe dropped a ball or two, but and they were busy people. They were Don't both we working, hmm. but um, but when it was a it became a problem before they realized it was a problem and then you're dealing when with When did it become a problem? Well, probably when I was 9 or 10. Really? Yeah. You say you were do you think you were emotional eating as a child? I think I was kind of I was a little bit spoiled probably by different adults in my life like my uncle would have given me, you know, a 50p when 50p was serious oh, wedge yeah. cash. Loaded. You know, our, <laughs> you know, I would have I remember there was a little pub across from our house in town before we moved out to the country and he sold Twixes and Twirls and crisps and Coke and I would have, I would eat them in secret. Yeah. You know, yeah. because, because I you knew, knew I was naughty. doing the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah. And my parents wouldn't want me to do that, obviously. But then by the time they realised that I was starting to put on weight, there's a whole emotional conundrum. And my mother's a psychiatrist. Mm. Oh my God. So she would have been very well aware that the opposite would actually be more of a problem. So... What, you mean uh, eating disorders? Yeah, yeah, or... And I mean, arguably anorexia. I had a disorder. Yeah. Of course, eating. sorry, I mean anorexia. I have, yeah. you know, in the sense that I'm up and down and all over the place when it comes to this stuff. So, you know, you meet people and you're bonding with them and chatting and whatever and you say oh yeah sure I'm always up and down as well and I always feel like saying well you're not as bad as me yeah. you know you like, don't get it yeah, yeah. you know I'm not trying to be I, th- there's a lot of things that I would like yeah. to be known to be exceptional for but yeah. not for my ability to put on yeah. a massive yeah. amount of weight <laughs> and lose it as well by the way <laughs> and lose it but you know I can do any diet is what I've proven but the big thing is your emotional state or your whatever. and sometimes it's just habit you know um, the overeating thing and you can go for a few weeks where you're away and there's a bit of booze and suddenly there's more eating and suddenly you're like oh god so it's just to kind of rein yourself in and it, like it's a huge emotional battle for me. So what have you what in uh, over the years, you know, I I have known you to be significantly larger. Yeah. Significantly small. Ta- I remember meeting yeah, you I once at like the races and you're 10. absolutely I was like where is Catherine gone? Yeah, I know. I'm kind of closer to that than I am to the big size, but I still have two stone on me now that I kind of put on during covid and with different experiences and it's yeah, it's a challenge. <laughs> I hate to say that it's a challenge yeah. when you get to your forties. Yeah, it is a but challenge. Unfortunately, it is. You know, and I've just I've just lost a bit of weight actually from doing body slims, which actually I've oh your man, be a really oh good. my god, yeah. what body slims? Oh, I've not heard about this. No, yeah. oh god, this guy he basically brainwashes you, isn't he? He's, He's quite kind of, good. He calls himself the weight. Whisperer. Weight, weight whisperer. I actually, my friends, loads of my friends have done it. Yeah. What is this now? I feel like I'm... Yeah. I, yeah, you're going to be signed up in January now. So, and he's... And I, I remember um, that we were all down, we were all down British Bay during the summer and they're all doing it. And yeah. to be fair, they're all up. It's a bit of a cult following. Marching around British Bay. Yeah. And they're really diligent about it. And I was like, what has this yeah. guy got on you guys? Yeah. You know and I mean? it's funny, you know, and if Jared does listen to this, apologies. But when I first saw him, I thought, God, this guy's oh, going to wreck so my annoying. buzz. He is a bit annoying. Is it Jerry? And he, no. he says it himself. 
no, um, he's good enough. Jared Moran is his name. Yeah. But he gets into your head oh, and he's, totally he's sound, you know, and like he kind of has a way of saying things yeah. and my sister listened to a the few airport. of his, his thi- yeah and he, he, my sister listened to a few of his things and you know he says and you're he knows how to say the word yeah. eating yeah. but he always says and you're there eating you know in a double accent know. and my sister was uh, I, I managed to upgrade her flight the other day when she was going to um, America and she sent me the menu in in business class and she said some eating here yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so but but I find that really good yeah no basically oh the things like he wants you to simply walk an hour a week and a day what do you mean a week uh, every day day. Uh, every day Um, yeah it's it's a good bit and it's a challenge you think it's not it's a challenge for people an hour a day now yeah Yeah. you know what's wrong with yeah yeah and and then he does a kind of a minute and a half or two minutes in the morning a minute and a half two minutes in the evening and then he has a kind of a where he has a gentle voice and he does a whispers thing kind of a meditation at night time and then there's a diet you can do that's kind of a two week thing that's just paired back no it's quite simply you don't eat more than 1500 calories or 12 yeah like I was on 1400 which is it's low so then what I've done more recently is with different trainers kind of live your life and you'll lose weight and just cut back a bit and I trained a bit with Rebecca O'Rourke online who does a lot of weights I'm a big um, fan of just I think you are too yeah big weightlifter yeah and I really think it changes my body when I do so I trained with Rebecca O'Rourke Maeve Madden I train with her as well a bit um, because I find it so handy I got into the habit and like I move around a bit yeah. so I have weights wherever I go dumbbells just knocking yeah, around and yep. I just do I did one this morning 20 minutes I, I had to cut it short because I had a, a load on afterwards but I just get it done bank it up do it but and then so you don't trained, have to go off to the gym but with the guys who yeah. do the training I think the whole live your life be bold you know an odd time you know eat what you want but just eat less of it you know it's a very healthy mantra and mm-hmm. it works for an awful lot of people yeah, but it's for you I have done it for a year or more and it doesn't work for me. Yeah, I don't I, get weight off me. I have to be. And if, and if one of the guys that I trained with heard me saying this, he'd say, no, that's bullshit. You know, it's just that you go massively off or whatever. But I haven't managed doing that to get weight off my body I find the that way that, that I would when I'm restrictive well, and this is it. really I think, focused. I think there's different personality types and certain personality types are going to work well with the ones that are like yeah. I'm on a regime and I cannot break it. Yeah. I, I'm like you if I'm give me an inch and I will take no, yeah. way more than mine. I'm yeah. like right if, if which is said, part of the problem. Yeah. Which is the problem. Yeah. yeah I know. But this that's what problem. that but even things Shane Walsh was his name and he was trying to work on the all or nothing mentality. Who's Shane Walsh? He's he's a fitness uh, dieting Girl. guy and he does a lot of work with women like, and hormonal I, health and all that. He's very knowledgeable but and he's very good but I think for me somehow I'm I do, and he'd say well that's the whole problem that you're all or nothing so you're not getting the weight off you but I, I just felt I wasn't making the progress whereas with Body Slims I have actually made progress Other or other uh, you know regimes or diets you well, went on anything that you could think of really. well I remember like, you back watchers, in the day um, and lip, Lipitrim yeah. was the one Lipitrim. that you'll remember that I did that was literally three shakes a day like when I say I can do any diet yeah. like I have the determination and the willpower you're to like do anything you're like hunger strike patient it was yeah and when I think back on it it was like it's fucking mad it messes with your head a bit like I did it for at least a few months so and you now, could do Lipitrim for a few months yeah and I lost a significant amount of stones very yeah. quickly which on the one hand gave me the hope to know that I could get someplace yeah. and really it probably was a catalyst for other weight loss. What, what, what's your ideal? Is is there an ideal or what's there? Weight wise? Yeah. Well you see I've a lot of muscle going on okay. so I don't even look the weight I, okay. I, I don't look the weight I am so like when I'm 11 stone yeah. I look 
like really, really you're happy. slim. That's your happy situation. Yeah, yeah Sorry, I'd say 11, you think 11 you're and a half stone. happy when you're at that weight? Or like, I would or say I'm a lot happier. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would say my weight and my physical appearance is very, weighs heavily, pardon the pun, meaning the yeah. pun, on my mind. Okay. You know, and it affects my everyday. It's hard to explain to somebody how much it affects my general just thought I process. I think it's that hard at all. I think most women would resonate yeah. with that. Like whether, yeah, yeah. you know, like I'm, like I'm sure every single listener has caught themselves on a photo. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Male and female as well. Yeah, I don't or think female. Or even when the, your phone suddenly is looking back at or you. the and Zooms or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, and you're like, I think it's because it's so instantaneous. Like I remember yeah. in the olden days, I never really used to notice it as much because a photo might come and it would be six months before the photo was developed. Also the olden yeah. days you were 12. So just to have <laughs> a fucking reality check here. <laughs> <laughs> was that it's like and a photo would come but it'd be a while after the event right and you'd be like oh, I must look bad that night right but then when photos became so instant I was like I didn't think I looked bad five minutes ago yeah. but then this photo was telling me I know. a whole different We're fo- we focus in on the few negatives really which is just but I also think that's unhealthy the, the point is we do not look at our, on, on camera ourselves in 3D yeah, we're looking at ourselves in 2D all yeah, the time yeah. like that's not how anybody sees yeah. another person so the problem is is that as you and I both know is that you've lost the stones mm. and then something happens you go on holiday days, you have a thing and then or you have a bad day or a bad week or a bad episode or on the flip side something good happens and you're celebrating and then you're on the different so it's like life is a big challenge and like it's interesting because with alcohol if you're an alcoholic Mm -hmm. you can give it up if you're a drug addict you can give it up if you're a gambler now I'm not saying it's easy but you can give all those things up and you won't die Mm. whereas if you stop eating you you know you're yeah fundamentally you know it's a big problem so food is I would say of all the things to have an addiction or a difficulty with it's probably the most difficult because it has to be in your life I mean this um, where are you at now with the whole kind of journey journey well I'm on I'm on body slims it body just slims. ended today um, 10 weeks of it so I probably lost about 12 pounds but like you see all these people with massive weight losses know. you know like two stone stone and a half but a lot of them I suppose are a good bit heavier and maybe some of them did very restrictive calories for the whole thing but you know that, I know, like exactly. I need to lose another you're, stone you're and a half. To, yeah. And also, when you lose that volume of weight that fast, here comes another problem. Mm. Two problems: a, your face, yeah, right? oh, especially yeah. as a female yeah. over forty, because the fat yeah. pads in your face do not go back. Yeah, I'm, and your face yeah. goes super, gaunt, super fast, yeah. uh, and then you're left with the skin. Yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and the bo- Yeah, that's that's another thing. Obviously, when when you lose two or three stone, it doesn't tend to have such a, a big impact on your skin. But when you lose a dramatic amount of stones, it has a very significant impact on the skin. And mm. like I, I have, you know, I have, I think what you would call good skin, but my neck. Mm-hmm. it definitely ages yeah. me a bit because I've been up and down, up and down, up and down. So the elasticity in the skin has reduced. So I want to try and do something about that. I had all therapy done on it. Oh, yeah. Um, do you think it was any good? I was very bruised from it. Mm. I didn't think all therapy was great for me. And actually, one of the professionals I t- spoke to at that time is like you could be tinkering around the edges and getting lots of different treatments and you might be as well to just take a blade to it <laughs> you know yeah, that's, that's, actually good, that's good advice you know well it means you'll you probably spend the same amount yeah um, but you just get a result more quickly and not, not everybody sorry, not would be quick it, to take a blade to them but, but it's you'll get a guaranteed result I mean the problem with all therapy like it made a freaking 
jaw tightening treatments that are out there. It's actually yeah. uncanny. Yeah. And then Zoom like fueled the whole thing because everyone was looking at themselves through this fisheye, exactly. you know, uh, lens for so long. Um, and everyone, amount of calls and texts and I got about, what can I do for my gels? What can I do for my gels? I what know. Can I do it's for- our number one most asked question yeah, is next and gels. gels. Yeah. Number one. Whatever. But okay, I, and it is a big ager. I'm sorry. It's probably totally. But and your face, hands are aging as well. Yeah, you but know, I think the lower the face the... can age you more than the upper face yeah, in a way. You know? Well, because it's gravity. It's yeah. pulling it down and yeah. the P, the P, the perfect young face in theory is like a P-shaped yeah. and then as it gets older it goes into a pair and then that drags you down and like there is a lot of things you can do about it but as I said you're into thousands for a lot of these Oh yeah I mm. thought that was really interesting the other day you were like the number one thing you need for your good skin is yeah. money Money <laughs> <laughs> Now I think your genes money. help a lot I, I know, do I yeah. know obviously but I mean And water and diet yeah. and you know what goes in your gob I yeah. know but I mean even even like the best genetic jackpot of yeah. human and like Al McPherson and whatever else like yeah. at some point they have some intervention you, yeah Al McPherson yeah. has a load of intervention actually, uh, uh, a lot of those different she's models. another yeah. one we should call out for mm-hmm. miracles miracles of the I week. remember interviewing her and the, the wig was falling off her uh, oh anyway, she she had no she had she a wig on yeah I, listen when I was in the magazines we used to get yeah. into a lot of these celebs yeah. and you know supermodels or whatever they were always promoting something or other you know yeah and I was I, nine times out of ten underwhelmed by their presence and not their yeah. presence I mean their beauty their appearance when they were in the company yeah. and rather actually than up close you and their great. camera but yeah. it was kind of before we had Instagram as well yeah. like, so it was like yeah. they were they were they were lucky in the sense that they were going to photo shoots and there was lighting there was cameras there was all sorts the of original Photoshop the original Photoshop mm. but of course then we have all the, the you know the filters on yes. I'm listen. like my friend put up a picture of us there and I was like jeez with some serious teeth whitening before that yeah. you know we I looked know. like with the we had one perfect yeah. we had one teeth. recently and I was like that is the best photo ever <laughs> I know. and it's like that's a filter I know but all the uh, plastic surgeons in America are saying like people patients just come into them saying I want to look my, like me in this filtered photo make me look like my yeah. filtered self yeah. you know and they're like it's not realistic I and know. speaking of plastic surgery are we allowed to, uh, not plastic yeah, surgery yeah. cosmetic surgery are we allowed to talk about the cosmetic procedure yeah. so yeah I have never spoken and there'd be very few people who actually know about it but I had extra skin on my tummy yeah. and I didn't have anything done with the muscle but I did have the skin removed, removed who, did, who did it for you? I went to um, Mr O'Reilly in the and he was fabulous in the Black Rock the Black Rock Clinic yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and uh, what did it consist of? it consisted of two nights in hospital um, an incision across my belly yeah. like hip to hip to hip hip to yeah. hip and um, basically tightening of the skin. And they obviously took, they just got rid of a load of skin, did they? Yeah. Like, I I wasn't terrible. You know, it was just a little bit, but I just thought I'd be happier and I am actually much happier with that done. Yeah. It's just, I'm quite, I've I've never been over, I have a a small waist and my hip to waist ratio would be healthy and all of that. But it just used to make me feel a little bit uncomfortable. So So when they took the skin off, did they take anything with it or just skin? No, I suppose maybe a little bit of other adipose tissue that was near it. But I didn't have anything done with my muscle, which is much more... That's where you're into tummy tuck territory. if you're getting tummy tuck done, they'll... And actually, interestingly, going back to Mm. me doing all the weights and like I always say, if I could get the bit of fat off my body, I'd be ripped. I know. Like I have some serious muscle going on and the the woman the nurse who was in with him you know during the operation she said you have the most impressive abs I was like do I do I do I've been saying that for years I've been saying that for years because he was putting me on the M-Sella or the M-Sculpt machine you know the the thing for the abs or whatever 
And um, she was like, you know, you'll have great abs. And I'm like, listen, I guarantee you, if you could strip the fat off me, I have, yeah. the, I have the most insane six pack. Yeah. I am strong as well. But that goes back to what all these trainers say, that like it's yeah. about the diet. Okay, yeah. so when did you decide to get this done? Um, God, oh God, when was it? Must have been at least 10 years ago now. And how did you research the surgeon or how did you Um, come about him? I think I chatted to, luckily, a good few of my friends are doctors, so I think I just chatted to them and somebody recommended him and I went to see him and then he kind of said, you know, you don't have to get this done. Like, I wasn't that bad Mm. because I'd always done exercise, so... Was this the result of the yo-yo dieting? It was was not yo-yo dieting but as a result of having had major weight loss major weight loss yeah, okay. so whether well, you lost skin. it fast or slow I don't think yeah. it would have made that much of a difference mm. to the elasticity in the skin you, you'll have lost the elasticity if you go to a certain size and but how were you worried did you get off do you know I don't know you didn't ask them to look did you I, I, no, oh, I did not. But yeah, <laughs> I would. I would. I would have taken it home and a goodie bag, like a doggy bag. And did you? Did you have a big scar? It was actually ten years ago. Do you know that? Because it was around the time that we first did an Iraq this fashion show, oh, and the fashion show was a week later, and I was determined to be in it, and I was definitely at my slimmest ever because I'd had this little thing done, you know. Yeah. And but like I. You know, I was probably it was probably only a week after I was out of hospital, and I went and went up and down the catwalk, but nobody. Would I even think that's do. mad that there's an Iraqis fashion show. Do they there still was, have that? We did it about three times. Is it's it just women fun. or is there men in it? No, no, like the lads. Leo, did you imagine done Leo? It. Did he do, do it? it? Oh, go on. I have a photo okay. of the two of us all dressed up, actually, and in your your finest. I, that yeah. brings me on to the question of women and politics and yeah. parents and. Yeah. Like how important it is, or, or is it important? Or like you know, are you under yeah. extra pressure to look a certain way? Because obviously, you're like you can't look like yeah, prostitute, you, even though you're you're yeah, really you need to be respectable looking, I suppose. Um, but you can't be too sexy either, right? No, you, you know, it's a fine balance, I suppose. Um, I th- I suppose it's a question of how you define sexy, and like, do you need to have skin revealed to be sexy? Like I used to rock in it's a the le- rules. It's in the a rules. leopard print dress, you yeah. know, with a little thing over you it. Did not. And, yeah, like I would have worn lots of colour and yeah I remember you did like a racy you had like a I always think it's like the lawyers you know the yeah. the, the sexy tights you're always going for yeah. sexy tights but like, is there rules sorry in politics like is no, it, like, like no, in the royal you know in the royal court you have to but have there it are eat. actually rules for the doll and Shannon that you should wear a tie and suit I don't know the exact wording yeah. but a lot of the guy the lefty politicians they wear jeans and but nobody makes a big deal of it or enforces the rules Anymore. because yeah, I think Friday. it gives them well they're not in there on a Friday but um, it gives them a little bit too much oxygen I think if you okay. go on about it really? you know they make a bigger issue but sorry uh, can I just have a segue about the politicians posters oh yeah, oh, yeah. like honest <laughs> to God Liz, Liz is coming at this from a PR point of view I'm it's quite interesting yeah, yeah, point yeah, yeah. Of view. it drives me crazy I want yeah. to bring them all to some kind of image boot camp I know and yeah. go seriously especially the women right and the yeah. men as we were saying the men are men too though they are catfishing us yeah, they like are catfishing catfishing yeah you get these catfishing. bald guys who have a full head of hair Healy Rays yeah. Healy <laughs> Rays are down like they're who the Healy, Healy Rays? Rays they're all down there and they're like, <laughs> like Chris Hemsworth <laughs> like, Chris now might be a bit like of a stretch but there's like there's definitely a bit of like definitely a bit of Photoshop going on but like um, we have to be careful as women not to kind of be shaming other women yeah, yeah you know and we're harder on other women I, yeah, I know, you know like, like, like I remember colleagues of mine and they were so bitchy about like oh did you see her shoes and really like, yeah but that's colleagues everywhere no, like that's yeah, not but specific like, to politics you know I'm sorry but even in politics the women who talk the most about getting more women into politics and that they're the ones who are most likely to stab you with a stiletto while they're trying to get ahead of you you know and <laughs> that's just the reality and it's all nonsense and it, women don't actually 
actually vote for women as much as they should. We're yeah. not nearly as supportive of one another as we should be. Like women like, say, the three of us, I would say, and a lot of my pals are very pro-women and people that I work with and I work in an organisation that's like a lot of women and promotes women and, you know, there's no issue. But, you know, there are there is a certain woman who wants to take you down and, you know, be critical. And I do think we have to be careful with that whole conversation about image and why it's more important with women. And we're part of the problem. Yeah, the part, you know, like, 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 guys, this is a very subconscious thing. When you look at something, oh, it is. Yeah, it's to do with but the, it's first impressions, man or woman. Like in America, they spend so much time and money on this from a campaign point of view, because yeah. you look at someone and you automatically have made a decision about them saying, I trust you. Yeah, I trust yeah. you. I'm going to vote for you. Yeah. Right? Well, there's a lot more at play, you know, because political parties, you know, all of that comes into it. Like some people just go into the, the box and they, they see a Fianna Fáil or Labour or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Fianna Gael, they vote for the party. Regardless and, of who you the know, person is. There's a whole yeah. wide variety of reasons. They won't even know who the person is. You know, so there'd be a lot of that, especially in Dublin. I remember a friend of mine, um, she, somebody called to her door and she said, well, I'd be voting for Catherine Noon. She's a friend of mine. She said, well, she's not actually representing this area. Like yeah. that's how little of a clue she yeah. had. She just heard me, you know, that I was in Donnybrook and that, you know, that I was obviously in her area and like I, I wasn't with the, with the boundary the way they were so you know there's different things that make people vote for different people and I do think the female thing is difficult and as women we should be trying to Support other women. One another. Yeah. I'm 100% with you know? that. I'm but just it's saying skin deep. about... It's skin deep. There is something psychological. Like you look at somebody and you say, I'm attracted to you and you don't even know why. Yeah. Right? And it's, there's a million different subcultures. Or I trust you. Or I like going you. going on at play, because right? Because of the way you appear in the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that, that applies to men too, but it's just a little bit more enhanced with women. I know. Definitely. It's not the unconscious gender Listen, if any politicians out there want me to give them a makeover for <laughs> their... Um, Liz's services are up for grabs. I'm actually going to do that. Yeah, in return for, should, yeah, in return for some favours later on for policy. <laughs> yeah. Liz will be like, get rid of my parking tickets. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of the bash on a special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And bo- make Botox free for all women. Yeah. Botox on the VHI. Botox, Botox is a human right. Yeah. <laughs> and M's that heard it here first. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Tell me to and Botox uh, yeah, for policy. Like, so, yeah. Listen, I'd say I get more votes than most. Yeah. Listen, there's some really sexy uh, Italian um, Prime Minister lady and she basically cleaned up because she was so hot. But, yeah. 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 Who I'm talking about? Uh, you, I remember being at a party in Dublin one time, and the women were all of a certain kind of probably money Yo. level, and they all looked the same. These were otherwise absolutely stunning women, yeah. mm. and they had they looked like cats. Yeah, yeah. With big eyes, and cheeks up, and it, it's just it's just. It but do you not think far. that's just a generational thing? Like if you look at the teenagers, they all look the same because they're all doing the same makeup. Or yeah. like Marilyn Rose Day, they're all wearing the pointy bras and the, yeah, yeah. you know. Or the yeah. Princess Diana but generation. actual face and having tucks and, you know, pulls tweaks. and tweaks and all that. I'm not just talking about treatments. I'm talking about treatments really yeah. to a point where there's a kind of a disconnect between you getting stuff done and how you actually look. For sure. Do you know that Well, I mean, generally the, the doctors are kind of going for that the general beautification, which is a slight symmetry, brow symmetry. Yeah, no, uh, that's a true. Bit yeah, or the cheeks are going like that. They're going for that face shape, you know. Yeah. So speaking of um, doctors and clinics, we're going to have to wrap up now in two seconds. What's yeah. your all-time favorite treatment tweakment? I what? think IP. I think IPL, yeah. even though it's not a very intensive one. Not as sexy. I really love well, like IPL I mean. and how it makes your your makeup applies really nicely after it. I haven't had Fraxel or any of those more invasive lasers. I'd say I'm ready for them. <laughs> no. So I'm probably going to up my game. Are you? Um, Be prepared. Few, the yeah. downtime is mega. Mega on that. Mega. I'm not sure because I don't like the do last time like, I Because if you're getting ongoing IPL you might need it. Yeah, I haven't had IPL in a while now but I'm going to have it soon. But you're the perfect 
perfect candidate for IPL. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That like why because the, she's the, like the Irish skin where she's, you have it's a William bit of Type One, yeah. which is you know pale. a little bit of redness, pale skin predominantly. Irish skin loves IPL, and, and did it, you and the peel in IPL is a really oh, nice the peel combination. And IPL together, yeah. Did you did you do the dog in it now in the eighties with the sun? Like were you? Hardly. No, I would have always. I would have been very advanced now for a long time. I'd have been trying to. I realized that that, that sun yeah. was damaged. You yeah. know, for me anyway, and I had two colors, red and white, and I might as well just kind of stick, stick with white. white. Yeah. yeah, but that's great. <laughs> you know, yeah. but now, you're, but I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think IPL, and as you said, Irish. Skin. IPL. Helps. Another thing I'd be voting for now if the all politicians yeah. put that in the bill. <laughs> IPL for all. IPL is another human right. Do you know what? Hang on, I'm going to make an actual political argument for this. IPL can help reduce skin cancer. That's going to be a lot of lasers. And actually and skin cancer is like massive in Ireland. Yeah, it is huge. Yeah, it yeah. is huge. Which and, is ironic. And people are so, like even my other half, he'll say, oh no, the 15 is grand. Grand. Know, it's so grand. Like, all it means is that it takes a shorter amount of time to burn your skin. Yeah. You know, people just have this idea that, oh, I shouldn't be putting a 15. I might get a bit of a colour. Yeah. It's just cracked. It is. The real Irish mentality that we, yeah. it's taken like, you know, so we were thrown up into the roof with the baby oil out. Literally we used to sit on a roof, a silver roof, oh, roof God, I never with, with the tin foil and the baby oil and that'll get you nice and tanned because being tanned meant you were rich because you yeah. had holidays and your poor children weren't pale and, and yeah. awful. That's so it, funny, isn't it? And then the other side of the world is the other extreme. It's like if you're dark, it means you're out working the fields so yeah. they want I to be know. pale. It's just far away. We just want hills. what we can't have. But yeah, I suppose. And it's funny, I'm near Derry where, where I spend a lot of time and they, the, a friend of mine goes on the sunbeds and I'm always giving out to her. But I can't believe people you know, still go on sunbeds. I, I literally can't believe it. They call it the lecky beach. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm <laughs> off on the lecky beach. Um, but And then it's to get a bit of a base before you go. Base. I mean, it's, oh, I man. think they should they should be banned. They you know? should be. I mean, banned. I got in. I I was um qu- what was I nanny queen nanny um I got an award in the nanny awards where I was like the queen nanny state <laughs> because I used to constantly be trying to come up with measures of banning this that and the other. You know, if there's something positive to be, well, there's a lot of positive in this conversation, but to get out there that like get your skin checked. Mm. You know, it's very difficult to get a, an appointment with. A well, actually, I'm sorry, can I tell you about just oh, but that's a good way to wrap up this. Yeah, two. There's two really good services at the moment. Boots, actually. Sorry, oh. Boots have a mole scanning service now. Do they? In store, yeah. You can go and will they store. check all your so body it goes to There's a whole new uh, wave of teledermatology coming yeah. in there now, which is like AI dermatology in the sense that... Basically using photographs on your phone. It's very... Yeah, and it'll... Yeah. it'll, it'll it'll kind of assess it and then it actually but generally they get sent so Dermview is another service and they get sent to a consultant dermatologist for review so okay. just, they are not waiting so if there's anything worrying so Dermview yeah. sorry Dermview is with the VHI so what they basically do is you, no the, the VHI one is different but it's similar yeah uh, so view, it's called something like that like, but basically what they do is VHI, you take yeah. you, you go on to VHI online you, you you go through this derm whatever it's called derm whatever it's called derm Derm's portal or whatever yeah and they they get you to take a photo of your mole or your whatever and send it into them and they'll 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 jump you through and if they think that there's a problem then you get to see was it a, der- a dermatologist within two weeks or something quickly that's yeah, dermatologist so my Fiona, very few and far a GP and stepside she would say that like if there is an issue yeah. you get to see somebody but so sorry the, the other good view, one is the derm view actually goes to a consultant dermatologist yeah. yeah and they and they give you results back they'll quick and then you have the rose clinic the rose clinic has just opened up and in, would you think of doing something like that at, at future we have we have a mole check actually we have a mole 
about the Rose so Clinic. It's the first year of yeah. that. This year, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so we've yeah. wrote the Rose Clinic, um, who is, there's a man, is Professor Redmond, I think is his name off the top of my head. Anyway, he opened up this this mole scanning place in Cork, isn't yeah. it, originally? Okay. A big place down in Cork. I and think it must be a huge business for that. It is a big it's business. Not, yeah. You don't have to go to the GP. Yeah. If nothing else, everyone go get your moles checked. Yeah. And you can That's go to Beauty. And vote for Catherine Noon, who's going to be pushing for free Botox for all. <laughs> who's never going to run for a politician. Free Botox, <laughs> free IPL. What else yeah. did you promise? Yeah. Actually, Liz is going, Liz oh, going for president. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because Liz for press. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you get to get, it, it, you don't affect any policy. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. sure, listen, most of the politicians are spouting crap anyway with all their spiels, so I may as well <laughs> jump on the bandwagon. Get paid. Get paid yeah, yeah. Get paid. Get, get paid, paid for your for shit talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liz for press. <laughs> and on that note, we better wrap up. Um, Catherine, it has been an absolute pleasure as always. Thank you, guys. Um, thanks for fessing up I and being honest. I would for anyone else. I know, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, next yeah. week, we are uh, having the incredible Jennifer Rock, aka the Skin Nerd on. She will be fessing up to what she's she been is, up to. She has amazing products. She has amazing yeah. products. Well, our products yeah. are amazing, but she, you know, she, like like everybody, it's not yeah. just products. There's more going on. The little of tweak course. going yeah, on there. More than just we'll, more we'll get her to fess up. Yeah. Exactly. We bully people into fessing and also as always um, if you have any questions for us queries uh, comments etc you can find us on at Future Beauty Show um, across all socials and you can come to our real live event if you like these conversations and to get your moles checked <laughs> <laughs> to get your moles checked and your vagina and everything else uh, at Future Beauty and Health in the RDS next March Fess Up with Liz and Nikki a Go Loud original podcast proudly sponsored by BTL Aesthetics the creators of all the best clinical treatments M-Face M-Sculpt Neo and Exion. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app Go Loud Sounds better with us